Cheers, y'all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fine uh, radio program called Smoking and Toasting. We're the show that's all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. And welcome to show number 166. You know what I love about this show? What? Craft beer, hand-rolled cigars, and fine spirits. You know, you're, you're a renaissance man, and that's what I love about you. You you <laughs> recognize and appreciate the finer things. I just I just want and you to know, like, there are certain things that I appreciate about the show, and those mm-hmm. are three of them. Well, I appreciate you. And I'm pointing this out. I'm Cruz, by the way. This is Ian, Ian Barry, my uh, erstwhile co-host. I'm pointing this out because I feel like you bring a lot to the show. I do. And, and, it's, and I mean that very sincerely. And I also am pointing it out because Christmas is getting closer. And I really want you to feel warm and fuzzy towards me as you're planning your gift purchase. Uh, Noted. So, you know. Noted. Just, just want to, you know, just want to throw that out there. I like to think that I'm the big question mark of the show. Because you really don't know what I'm going to say. You really don't know what I'm going to say. And you can't guess because I have no idea what I'm going to say if myself. You're the, if you're the question mark, what am I? You're the exclamation mark. Oh, is that right? Okay. All right. I was going to go with like an ellipses or something. But, uh, yeah, what is that? Is that, a, is that a nearby train? No, there's guys right here. There's guys over there doing construction? Oh, okay, good. Well, we have a quasi I didn't know if Mr. Studio. Twirly Gig was burning up because it's got such a big, awesome bottle of rum on it or what? Well, uh, it is It is December, and as we have pointed out, December is rum month on Smoking and Toasting. Or, or what to do with a drunken sailor. What to do with a drunken sailor, that's right. We're going to be um, uh, tasting Florida Cana rum uh, today, and uh, Hamilton Rosa is our guest on the show. Welcome, Hamilton. Glad to be here. Nice to have you. For those of you watching the uh, video version of this, man, look at this spread he brought. Oh, I know. This is I so know. gorgeous. I know. It's beautiful. So beautiful. Not only is the rum itself gorgeous, and it would have been fine all by itself, Yes. but uh, the, the spread and the, uh, the stuff that uh, Florida Cana's got is just uh, absolutely fantastic. We are going to be uh, on the phone uh, throughout a big portion of today's show. Uh, with uh, Mauricio Solisano from Florida Cana, he's in the Dominican Republic. What is Mauricio? What is his title? Is he the? Is he owner? Is he president? Is he master distiller? Is he all of those things? He's the brand ambassador for uh, global brand ambassador. The global, global brand, brand ambassador. ambassador. Okay, so he's the man, in other words. All right, yes, so sir. Good. Well, we look forward to talking with him as well, and of course, we'll look forward to tasting some Florida Cana. Want to mention that we are brought to you by B and B Butchers and Restaurant at eighteen fourteen Washington Ave in Houston, and in the shops at Clear Fork in Fort Worth. BB. Italia on Memorial in Houston, BB Lemon on Washington Ave, and uh, the Annie Cafe and Bar on Post Oak Boulevard in Houston. And of course, these are all Texas-based uh, restaurants and bars, but we are heard all over the world, and it's uh, pretty exciting to be able to uh, to share Rum Month with everyone. Rum. I'm I'm rum really excited rum, about rum, Florida Cana. I will I will you know admit I won't be tasting these spirits for the first time. By any means, none of these uh, are new to you. None of these will be new to me. Uh, <laughs> a couple that, of these are new that, to me, actually. But that's okay. Now, I will tell you. Uh, I will remind you, Ian, of a great story. When you and Adam and I were invited to Honduras yes. for the uh, Aladino uh, uh, Farms and and Tobacco uh, Factory tour and the whole get together, which was just a wonderful thing. We had such a great time. We, I think I smoked more cigars in three days than like I normally would in three months. I was actually just talking with a friend of mine about that that uh, that Aladino 
Maduro Lancero oh, that man. I just got totally hooked on. It I was love just, that yeah, cigar. So good. In fact, you and I should go in on a box yes, of those. Let's, let's do that soon. I'm, I'm in for that. Uh, but when we were there, uh, they had, of course, some, uh, some uh, Honduran beer, which was uh, very cool to be mm-hmm. able to taste and try. And they had a, a number of different spirits, but what they took a very large position on was Florida Cana rum. Yes. As you will recall, and so I took a very large position uh, that weekend on Florida Kanye rum as well. I tried to do a dent in it as well. What I remember most, though, because they had uh, several different uh, several different expressions, but they had a bottle of the twenty five. Yes. And uh, this one guy from Pittsburgh <laughs> kept taking it and putting it in the freezer so he could pour it into his rum and coke. I'm like, dude. Pour the eight year in your rum and coke. You won't. You won't be able to t- save that twenty five for the people who are drinking it neat over here. Come on. I think he was all about better ingredients, better pizza. I think <laughs> that was likely the case. I think that was likely the case. So uh, it's gonna. It's been a crazy and interesting week. We're also going to be doing, as we normally do on the show, uh, a little craft beer tasting. Uh, Fremont and Mickler. We've had Fremont Brewing's uh, beers on the show before. Mm-hmm. They've done a collaboration with Mickler on an. Operador Suave, Mexican-style lager, which is interesting from Seattle to do a Mexican-style lager. Interesting, yes. We'll, uh, we'll be trying that and looking forward to it. Dogfish Head. I love that brand. Has a new limited release. It is the 75-minute IPA. Now, we know about the 60-minute mm-hmm. and the 90 and the 120. And this is, and you know, I absolutely love the 120. Yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely think the 90 minute is one of the absolute best in class IPAs out there. Absolutely. And you're not even the IPA guy, so mm-hmm. if you're if you're chiming in with that much enthusiasm on an IPA, that's a big deal. Well, the 75 is a, I'm pretty sure a limited release, and so I thought we'd better get one and try it on the show, and and that's something we could look forward to. Also, Ian. What'd, I've you got bring? What'd you bring? The 2019 Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the few Goose Island beers that Anheuser-Busch really doesn't get to put their hands on in any way. Right. Because it's still made in Chicago it's at the... Uh, at the at the main Goose Island place, yeah, they don't they don't brew it in tanks right next to Bud Light uh, everywhere else. So. Well, this and it's the original barrel aged. Yeah, it was the it's one out, that started, yeah. it, all, started right? it all. Absolutely. Amazing. So we'll be looking forward to trying this year's iteration because they're always a little bit different. Last year's was phenomenal. Yeah, last year's was yeah. So good. so we'll be looking forward to that. Plus, uh, SpaceX has launched Malt into space. Why? We'll tell Space you. malt. <laughs> there you go. Very good. I don't. You know. I don't know. I don't know what that does to malt. But that, that, okay. well, I think that's kind of why they're launching it up there to see. <laughs> I think it's to see what the zero gravity effects are on uh, malt, and how that might impact craft brewing in the future. Wouldn't it be cool to open like the first craft brewery on the International Space Station this or is, something this is like that? Actually, anti gravitational beer. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. It doesn't have less calories, but it does make you a little bit lighter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I feel so light on my feet when I drink this beer. Uh, so anyway, a lot, a lot of good things coming up on the program today. We have, uh, um, we're getting to that year in time, and I'm trying to hold on to most of these. We're getting to that year in time where everybody's releasing their lists of the best cigars, the best you know uh, craft beers, and so on. So we'll get to uh, some of that across the next uh, across the next couple of weeks. And just wanted to mention, and and I'm going to put out a, a call to him right now. Uh, Chris Hart, if you are with us today, Chris Hart is going to be our guest next week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask him to bring because he's 
he's known as a whiskey guy. In fact, let's let's he, just be he's frank. He's a whiskey expert. He's a whiskey expert. Yeah, it's it's, it said so on it's the paper, documented the by Texas Monthly that he's a yeah. whiskey expert. So, uh, but we're going to ask him to stray a little out of his comfort zone. Although I think he's pretty comfortable with rum, and bring us some uh, some interesting rum next week because you know he's he's got to have something. Because rum month. Because rum month. That's right. Because rum month. So, uh, so crazy week for me. I barely had a chance to catch my breath. I did have a chance to uh, smoke a cigar that I can talk about, and I'm wondering uh, if you did the same, my friend. So, <laughs> I'm having an issue with my humidor right now in that oh. I don't have much in my humidor. Anymore. Oh, that's an issue. So <laughs> that, That's one of the biggest humidor problems you can have. So, I have... Beetles would be number one. <laughs> and then not nine, much, and then, yeah, not much in it would be, would be number two. So, yeah. here's, here's the problem I have, and I'm going to put problem in big air quotes on mm-hmm. here. The problem I have is I have a drawer... That's committed to uh, mostly the Cuban cigars and stuff, and I've got a batch of those in there. But your super special occasion. But they things. need to actually sit in there a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Then I've got my other drawer that's like all my super premiums. Right. So I, I had to like that's what I had to choose from. So I had to go with the not yet ready to smoke cigars or the super premiums. So of course I went to the super premiums. So mm-hmm. last night was of course a special occasion because I had to smoke one of the special occasion cigars. Wonderful. I love so it. So I pulled out a uh, Padron uh, Siri nineteen twenty six number ninety Maduro. Now this is the uh, this is the one that's tribute to uh, to the. Uh, uh, um, Patriarch, uh, who the turned ba- 90 right. years old. This was his 90-year-old cigar. And right? um, and I don't have the name right up here in front of me, and I totally feel silly about that, but you can look it up. This, uh, it was a Tubo, um, Corona Tubo, and uh, the appearance on this was dark brown, semi-smooth, some veins and bumps, kind of leathery uh, under the fingers, slightly oily, about a medium firmness. Uh Pretty cigar. Like the tubo is so classy. Jose Orlando Padron. Yeah, I couldn't bring it up. Jose Orlando Padron. Correct. So this was his 90th birthday uh, 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 celebration cigar. Um, The the aroma of this cigar is exactly what I want everything in my life to smell like. Like, I want to get in my car and it smell like this cigar. No, you're talking about after you lit it or the pre-light? The pre-light. The pre-light. Just pulling it out of the tubo. And it's in a cellophane in the tubo, which is a little weird because I don't think Padron usually Usually, uses cellophane ever. Like, as a matter of fact... Now I can't I'm thinking think about of the last time I had a Padron that had cellophane. A Padron ever having a cell yeah. cellophane on it. But either way, when I pull it out of there, I mean, the, the aroma of the cigar just hit me, and it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, the smell of the cigar was amazing. Earthy, barnyard, tobacco, sweet, fruity, coffee stuff, and a little hint of chocolate right on the nose. I used a punch. It's a great picture uh, uh, of me with the, uh, punching the end of it because the cap on this was so tight and perfectly formed. The punch was perfect. Nice. Um the pre-light draw was effortless on this, uh, and 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 right off the bat, it was chocolatey, creamy, with sweet flavors. It was it was like a brownie, like I mm-hmm. literally had that kind of chocolate brownie kind of flavor going on through it, with a hint of coffee, a little nutty flavors in there, and and still retained a little of that earthiness. The initial light on this had a little bit of a burst of white pepper. Uh, all the way not black pepper, not real strong, and definitely towards the back of the palate, mm-hmm. a burst of white pepper. It was a little bit big, but not not distractingly not big. big. Yeah. Huge silky smoke right off the mm-hmm. bat. I mean, I lit this thing up, and it was just like a chimney, like cow, 
just huge amounts of smokes coming uh, coming out of this. Um, uh, the the uh, the creamy chocolate and coffee sweetness on this thing. I mean, this thing was a candy bar basically, and with a little bit of fruitiness at the back of the palate, like fruit fruit, not like. I wonder if that's for like real right, like, right, right. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this was it was such an interesting uh, cigar, so I set it down, and I went and did a whiskey sniff. Oh, you're a good man. You're a good man. <laughs> and my whiskey sniff led me to Little Book. Oh, which it, we know about Little Book that that's a chocolate bomb in the first place. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's going to work. It's going to match. Yeah, I sniffed actually quite a few of my uh, whiskeys. Uh, before I got to Little Book, but Little Book is what uh, what won it out. So I had that with it. The first third of this was chocolate brownies, creamy sweetness, nutty notes of cedar, a little bit of campfire finishes with coffee and fruit, solid ash, perfect burn. You can see from the pictures. The second third of this, the pepper reappears a little bit gently. Fruit moves to the foreground. The chocolate and brownies and cedar kind of swirled around. We're kind of playing around. Uh, um, in different areas of the palate, they they didn't stay you know way up front. And they kept moving around a little bit, so it was really nice it was really and fun. So, yeah. so from so from you know like every other puff, you were getting some different flavors out of it. It was Love really that. nice. Uh, solid ash, perfect burn. I never had to tend this thing once. It was beautiful. So I set it down, and I went and did another whiskey sniff. You because of just... course by then, <laughs> <laughs> yes, by then of course I was done with my. First one, uh, Arbolor uh, Abunda was what won on that one, and nice. that's uh, quite a nice scotch. Um, and I think that was that was the uh, that was the combination of the cigar and the whiskey that led me to that because it smelled good through the first whiskey sniff, but it won the second it whiskey. Won the sniff. second. You never know, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The last third of the cigar, fruity and nutty flavors played back and forth with chocolate, brownie, and coffee. Pepper was underlying, and then it got bitter. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was that's a just little a, weird. That's about the last quarter of this thing. Um, of course, you were down to the last quarter, got, in yeah, fairness. Got a little yeah. bit bitter. So that was the one stick in the mud, so to speak, in this mm-hmm. whole cigar. Like, this cigar was amazing all the way up to this point. And that bitterness at first was a little distracting. And then it got to the point where I just didn't smoke the rest of it and it wasn't a lot of cigar to put down but this right. is a 20 dollars cigar right if that happened at the third mark you'd be, oh yeah, no, no, that, yeah that would be unacceptable right this was the very tail end of the cigar so um so i'm not marking it too bad but it is a 20 dollars cigar right. so uh, right. you know i expect the 20 dollar cigar to be burning my fingers before mm-hmm. anything bad happens sure that's right so it i got a little markdown for that i enjoyed it so much i probably would have given it a, a 5.5 or a 5 plus but it gets a 5 minus on this on a uh, price to quality and it's just because of that tail end so 5 minus is this a is this a gentle way of saying you give it a four and a half <sighs> yeah kind of so uh, just because well here's the thing though the whole first Almost the entire cigar was amazing. And right. It's just that last little bit. Hamilton, the way that we um, <clears throat> grade cigars, and we're certainly not experts. We're just a couple of guys that like to smoke. But um, but we we try to do it on what we call the price-to-quality uh, index. And on price-to-quality, it's a scale of 1 to 10. And in price-to-quality, a 5 is essentially a perfect score. It means you get just exactly what you paid for. So if we give something higher than a 5, it means, you know, we wouldn't have been upset Paying even just a little more for this, we'd have still felt like we got our money's worth. If you give something under a five, 
it could have been a terrific cigar, but it might have been a $20 cigar that didn't perform quite up to what we yeah. want a $20 cigar to do. And so that's what I'm sensing. You're Yeah, this one, it was just the end of that that's disappointing. So I had to knock off a little bit for that. So I, I say 5 minus. I was trying to be kind about it. Maybe it's a 4.5 okay. because of that. I would say, though, I would... I actually have a couple more of these in my humidor. I will enjoy them tremendously. Well, you need more special occasions. But I do know that as soon as that flavor at the very end of the cigar appears... You're done. ...that I'm done. Yeah. Just put it down at that point and, and don't look back. Because the rest of it was so delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so so mm-hmm. outstanding. How about you? What did you smoke this week? I had something <laughs> uh, unusual for me. Um, I decided to go back and uh, smoke a classic brand. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do an Swisher. Uh, well, no, but uh, <laughs> but but you're close. You're cl- no, you're not close at all. Um, I thought I'm going to do an Arturo Fuente this week. Nice. And uh, so I I went to our uh, friends over at uh, Serious Cigars, Casa de Monte Cristo, mm-hmm. and I uh, purchased an Arturo Fuente Añejo Superior Limitada Reserva Number no. Sixty. That's a lot. Of That's name a mouthful right there for a cigar. But basically, the, how big does the cigar have to be to put that on there? <laughs> <Actually> <laughs> like, it, even, it wasn't even all on the cigar. That's the thing. With Fuente, I had to go back and take a picture of the box so I would remember. You know, they the don't label name. their cigars. No, very they well. don't. Like, they they don't. all look kind of alike. And and it said um, <coughs> uh, Reserva uh, Number Sixty, but it was on the cellophane. So as soon as I took the cellophane off, I couldn't read it anymore. Right, it wasn't right. A, a, that is a really yeah. pretty cigar. Yeah, though, it, that, it really is. It, but it's a beautiful cigar. Super it's wrapped classy in, looking. Wrapped in cedar. And uh, so this is a limited edition cigar from Fuente uh, with a broadleaf Maduro wrapper and a, uh, a binder and filler from the Dominican Republic. Uh, once they roll these cigars, they age them for five years in cognac barrels. But it's, it's not the tobacco, not the raw tobacco. It's once the cigars are completely the rolled. The actual complete yeah, cigar. Then they put them into these cognac barrels. So it was earthy and even a little toasty on the pre-light, which is kind of unusual. Usually you have to light a cigar to get the, the toasty mm-hmm. uh, uh, flavors from it. Uh, had some light notes of hay. Once I lit this and I did a straight cut, I was really quickly struck by the complexity of the flavors in the first few puffs. Like complexity from the first yeah. initial light. Right, because usually... That's unusual. Yeah, usually your first one you get like one thing. A lot of times it's pepper for mm-hmm. me because I smoke a lot of Nicaraguan uh, cigars. So you get that first pepper and then it calms down and then you get to see what the, the cigar is really like. This one was complex from the very beginning. Maybe it's the cognac aging. I don't know. Uh, but it was nice and mysterious uh, right off the bat, which was cool. Uh, earthiness was big. Uh, it had a, a woody flavor to it. Have you ever smelled? My mom used to make peach cobbler when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And she would take the peaches and she would put them in a big pot and, and boil yeah, them to get yeah. them ready for the cobbler. That smell of the cooking peaches, I, I got a, a hint of that in the wow. cigar. It took me a long time to actually place it. I was like, well, it's peach, but it's not really like a, a, a peachy. <clears throat> so it's more like that cooked peach. Because you're smelling uh, that. Sc- I think mm-hmm. there's there's kind of a woodiness to that smell, mm-hmm. too, that, that you're describing. Uh, so I got a little bit of that in the retrohale. It was very nice. It was a more full-bodied smoke than I was expecting from uh, Fuente. They do you know, primarily Dominican tobacco. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting their sort of you know mild to medium vibe that so many of their cigars have. Uh, but this one was a little stronger. For all the power, though, it was incredibly smooth. 
I mean, just one of the smoothest cigars I've had in a while. Nice. Uh, makes it, I think, a great smoke for somebody who generally likes milder cigars but wants to, you know, try something a little more, uh, a little more full-bodied. I, I recommend this for that. Uh, the construction was what I like to call Fuente Perfect, which mm-hmm. means I get exactly what I expected, which was a perfect burn. Mm-hmm. Um, just what, you know, you would, you would expect from these guys because they know what they're doing when they roll cigars. Um, it was an 11 to $12 smoke that totally delivered. Um, if it was an $8 stick, I might rate this as high as like a 7 I mean, it was oh, that wow. good. Uh, at 12 bucks, I'll go with a price to quality of five and a half. Just uh, you know, I I'm glad I didn't pay 17 for it, but uh, you know, punches a little above its yeah, weight punched class. punched a little above its weight class. So uh, so I loved it and I recommend it highly. And they're limited, so if you see them and you want to smoke this, grab one or two because you know it won't be around for a long time. I think they generally show up in shops about this time every year, yeah. and and I, I think they may come one other time a year too. I think they release them biannually. Well, you know that we've talked about this before. Uh, we uh, sometimes ignore some of the classic brands because we always mm-hmm. want to see what's new and what's, what's new and what's, what's trendy and, and yeah, like sure, that. yeah. But I think both of us in the last few months have gone back. Like you, you've gone back with this. I think when I was hanging out with you up there uh, not too long ago, I went and got one of the short stories just because. Yes. Like that's such a classic, great cigar, and it's such yeah. a good smoke too. It really is. Well, uh, so we both had, I think, uh, you know, pretty pretty good yeah. results there, um, and I will. Uh, Look forward to uh, you and I putting together of our, our our short list. We do a short list every year mm-hmm. of the three favorite cigars we've smoked this year. So you need to start thinking about that because we'll do that in the last show of the year. My first show, yeah. Think and, about it. And you know, this isn't like what's the best cigar of the year because there'll be plenty of lists of that, yep. right? And we'll share all those with you as as we get them. But this is just about what did we smoke that mm-hmm. just lit us up what, what what were our favorite smokes that we smoked this year and uh, i think that in a way is very subjective but a maybe a, even more interesting list than, it's, it's than okay some of the ones an egocentric yeah. list that's, yeah yeah that's right <laughs> we can live with that what did ian like the best that's what <laughs> that's america right. and the world is wondering right now so all right we if gonna, your palate is like mine i'm just saying yes right now you're thinking <laughs> what is that flavor in my mouth? anyway <laughs> uh, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back uh when we return uh, we're very excited about uh, about getting into the rum. And Hamilton Russa is here from uh, Florida Cana. And we'll have Mauricio Solorzano, the global brand ambassador, on with us as well to answer some questions about Florida Cana and why. This is going to be my big question. They make a, Florida Cana makes a big deal out of their proximity to an active volcano. What, how does that help rum? Uh, I want to know. I'm I'm sure there's a reason, and I don't really understand it, so I want to know. So, That's why we get them in here to ask these will, questions, uh, the we, tough <laughs> questions. <laughs> That's right. So we'll talk about all of that coming up in our next segment. It's Smoking and Toasting. Welcome to show number 166. We are so glad to be here, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Smoking and Toasting, and we are back with our second segment. Had a uh, a minor technical difficulty. Uh, Fortunately, uh, we had uh, uh, Adam uh, and uh, Johnny uh, figured it out, and we are now on the line with uh, Mauricio. And I apologize. I thought Mauricio was in the DR, but he's in Nicaragua. Is that right? He's in Nicaragua. Uh, Mauricio Solizano, a global brand ambassador for uh, Florida Cana. Mauricio, welcome to the show. 
thank, thank you very much. I'm so excited to be with you. Well, we, and I'm enjoying your, your conversation. I've been watching uh, <laughs> in Facebook Live. Well, we awesome. we appreciate that. Well, we're already big fans of of Florida Kanye, so that that part's already kind of established. Uh, but we're uh, we're excited to have you on and excited to be doing this as a part of our uh, rum month uh, because it it just really wouldn't be complete. And this is actually the first time. It's not the first time we've tasted Florida Kanye, but it's the first time we've had you guys on. So that's pretty uh, exciting. So it's uh, yeah, so it's really exciting. Mauricio, how do you get a job being the global brand ambassador? for this amazing line of rums. How did you do that? Uh, well, yeah, thank you very much for having <laughs> us here. And a big a big hug to Hamilton, our ambassador for Texas. Yes, and uh, he's, he's here in the studio with us, so. Yeah, yes, I'm, 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 I'm watching you live. Okay. <laughs> so don't pick your nose, Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> well, these are... We'll skip that. <laughs> this journey uh, begins in 1997, so mm-hmm. I've been aging... In a barrel from twenty three, almost twenty three years. <laughs> so you're uh, you're you're very well matured now, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've so you've uh, mellowed out a little deep. bit, and you you have some uh, you have some great attributes, Com- some complexity to personality. Yes, that's right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. So this story begins in uh, back in the years in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, I was hired to to start with a special program for cocktails in, in Nicaragua with this kind of a slurpy machine. Mm-hmm. So we we locate these machines in in different places. But take a look at this. One of the my first uh, duties is to locate these uh, machines. And my first place that I that I picked was a beauty parlor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so so this was the first place that you used this machine and started uh, started making rum drinks. Was it a beauty parlor? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great place to start because uh, all the people that go there, they they, they went there uh, with a lot of uh, expectation yeah. to be uh, to be when pampered. they get out, they yeah. be better. Yeah, with, to be pampered, uh, with sure. uh, great illusion. So it's a was a very good uh, experience to start with that. And so uh, in two thousand, uh, from since two thousand six, I became uh, the global brand ambassador because I. I've, I've been doing the whole process in the company uh, as a uh, brand manager, and then and then became a global brand ambassador. Uh, I can tell you that in, in almost in the year 2000, the company uh, set a platform, an exportation platform. Before that, we were in in, in a few countries, but after that, since 2000, the year 2000. We became uh, uh, now we're in seventy countries around the world. Wow! So, wow! Uh, yeah. So the brand it's, uh, was uh, need someone to tell the story about who we are and why we are the best room in the world. Well, so I that's have the reason I. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. The Skype makes it a little bit uh, a little bit touchy there. But um, I have noticed that if you go, you know, here in our home city, uh, if you go to a Total Wine or to a Specs, the amount of shelf space that Florida Canya Rum has is very impressive. Yes. Whether they have a small uh, rum section or a really really large one, uh, Florida Canya seems to own quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of real estate, and it's largely because of how many expressions that you've got. But it's also it's also pretty impressive. Clearly, you guys have made a mark on the uh, rum scene, at least at least here where we are, because you you are 
you are one of the rums. And we talk about this a lot on the show. It's fun to taste these crazy exotic things that nobody can find. But we're mostly excited when we tell people about something that we think is awesome and they can walk right into the store yes. and buy it. You Easily know? find it. And so you guys have you guys have done a very good job as you've expanded of expanding your uh, your presence as well. So uh, yeah. congratulations. We are uh, we are. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we're starting out tasting the 12-year. And so uh, talk to us a little bit about this this particular expression, because you guys have um, maybe actually more different year expressions than most rums do. Um, and uh, so tell us what, if we're stepping up to the 12, uh, what's, what's the, what should we be expecting from this rum? Well, uh we, we age rum from four to 30 years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we have like three categories of rum. The, we start with, with uh, premium rums, which is our four and five. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, our, our seven, which is our, our super premium category. And, and then we move to the ultra premium category, which is the 12, okay. 18 and, and 25. Okay. And, uh, before, before I go, uh, I go there with a specific uh, notes of tasting of uh, the twelve. You ask. Uh, I was. Uh, I heard you that you mentioned something about the volcanic origin, which is very important for us. And I want to to tell the story about this. Yeah, please do. Nicaragua is is known as the land of lake and volcanoes. We have twenty two volcanoes, and seven are active. Wow. And the most active volcano is the San Cristobal, which is only five miles away from our, our distillery. Wow. This is the tallest volcano in Nicaragua. So when it's, when it's raining, the volcano captures a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So the water goes beneath the soil. And these, uh, uh, this water and the soil is totally enriched by this mineral and organic material that volcanoes provide in right. that area. Certainly makes everything very so, rich and filled with minerals, correct? Yeah, yeah. But that thing is specific. Uh, it has to do with the crop. But the most important situation with the volcanic uh, thing is our location because we're very close to the Pacific Ocean and the volcanoes. That part of the world, that latitude of the world, uh, makes that the aging in that region is three times uh, faster or three times more intense or more dynamic than if you're aging in a coldest place. Wow. So I thought you were going to tell us that it impacted uh, the water or that it impacted the soil where you know some of the sugar cane might be grown or some of the things that go into the rum. But what you're saying is the biggest impact is it makes the aging more intense. So a, a, a seven-year uh, from uh, Florida Canya might, might have the characteristics that it would take 10, 12 years uh, to get to if it were aged in another place. Is that right? Absolutely, absolutely. So when, when what happened is in a coldest place, the pores of the, of the barrels, by the way, we use only bourbon barrels, mm-hmm. uh, we, that's, that's the, our maestro Ronero determines to use because the final bouquet of the bourbon helps in a, or, or uh, gives 
all the char- uh, some characteristic to the final bouquet of a florecaña. Right. So with the bourbon barrels, um, the pulse of the wood in that latitude of the world gets open uh, bigger, so uh, can transmit in in more dynamic and intense uh, fashion the organoleptic properties as aromas, flavors, and uh, and the aging process. So that's how Florecaña uh, gets the volcanic character. I wish so I had, I wish I'd known in school that science could be this interesting. Right? You know? <laughs> <That's> so much fun. <laughs> it's much more interesting when it's when you're talking about how it impacts the uh, the quality of the rum than it is when you're just you know memorizing the periodic table. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the other big big thing, a big pillar about Florida and this is something that is very related with the United States. Uh, the first. Uh, the founder of Florida is an Italian guy that arrived for the gold rush to Nicaragua. Uh, he left uh, Genoa, Italy in 1875, and he went to Nicaragua to start uh, to fulfill the dream to build the Interoceanic Canal. So we're still waiting for that. Uh, we are very patient. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But uh, he he has a, a joint venture with uh, Cornelius Vanderbilt, the tycoon wow. of that yeah, time in sure. the United States, yeah. be- because he he owns or he <clears throat> got the exclusive representation of the route of transit. The route of mm. transit was the the steamboat that gets from New Orleans to the Caribbean, and they reach Nicaragua, and they can move to the Pacific coast and then aim to California. Oh, that was the perfect route for the canal because the Panama Canal it wasn't built in that time. Right. So you had to you had to have the they had to have the right way to get the rum here mm. basically and reach the uh yeah. the, the United so States. When the, railroad, when the railroad was finished, this ring and so uh this Italian guy uh who was 25 years uh, of age in that time, he bought a sugar mill in in Nicaragua and he stayed in Nicaragua and that's how the story of Florida Caña begins in 1890. So, so he and, started with one dream and finished with another. Yeah, I, I like this dream yeah, even better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and this is for us as a brand. We are very proud to say that we are one of the fewest brands in the world to have five generations wow. of the same family of the same family own this brand. So you know this. I call this a dramatic statistic because only three in 10,000 brands or family brands, they can uh, survive or can surpass the third generation. Right. So only three in 10,000 can make it to the fifth generation, and we are there right now. Wow. So this is one of the biggest, biggest pillars. So it's a, it's a brand with five generations, and we call this a uh, system or process is low, I mean, a um, single state process. Single state, it means that we own our sugar cane fields and we control the whole process from the land, from the field to your glass. It's the way to do it if you can, I think. I mean, it, re- it really is Brain because glass, then, yeah. then you are completely in charge of what, of, of what the finished product is. And I have to say, in the case of the twelve, I mean, this this rum drinks like a much 
more expensive, much more aged rum. The the flavors and you know you can tell the the bourbon barrel aging gives you that sort of richness in the vanilla and uh, the flavors that I really love in rum. But it stays really smooth. There's virtually no heat it, here. It does. It has. Uh, so it, you've got this great little uh, card here that it tells you all about the 12 and, and the tasting notes, which I really like. It says semi-sweet, uh, nougat, almond, butter, molasses, and sherry around finish, uh, abound, and finishes with a peppery uh, spice, dark caramel, and charred oak uh, fade, which is really interesting, but you, you don't get the sense of the big, round flavor that really, really engulfs your palate, which is really nice. Yeah, it's, it's much more complex than that. Yeah. It's not just a single-note uh, 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 rum. You can go through and taste a lot of these things just by sipping it over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I recommend that, by the way, the over and over again. I'm, I'm doing that right uh, now. Part. Yes, we call it research, Mauricio. We, uh, you know, even if we've tried it before, it's important to continue to do the research just in case you know something has changed. <laughs> That's right. We're pretty sure nothing changed, but uh, but it's checking still was, consistency. It still was important to check the uh, the consistency. Um, Hamilton, what is a uh, what is a bottle of the twelve retail for? Or generally speaking, uh, in our area, what what would one of these set you back? And this is one of my favorite things about rum, by the way. Yeah. So the suggested uh, suggested retail retail, yeah. retail uh, can go anywhere from uh, the twenty mid twenties to low thirties. I mean, think about that. If so you, if we if average you, this to twenty five, this yeah. twenty five dollar rum, if is you were fantastic. if you were buying a, a whiskey, and God knows we've had some great whiskeys on here, but if you were buying a whiskey that had this much complexity and stuff, you would easily be in the fifty to seventy range. It's, easily, you know, there are whiskeys in that range, but they're harder to find and mm-hmm. and and they get lost on the shelf really quick. Rum has this great ability to be in that price point and be that good at the same time and, and this be available. is no exception yeah. and be available yep. and florida county 12 is not difficult to find Mm-mm. you can trust i me love this, this big stately uh <laughs> bottle that you have yes. too. it's very uh yeah very uh classy very classy very beautiful well uh so mauricio here's what we like to do we're going to take a break from this segment uh when we come back in the next segment we're going to do a little bit of beer tasting and then we want to move on to um to the next expression, um, what uh, do you, do you want to hang on and, and join us in this next segment? Can you do that? For sure, I'm enjoying this. Uh, all right, very good. Awesome. Well, I hope you're having some Florida Kanye because that that makes it all just that much more exciting. So, don't don't leave home without it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we will take a break and we'll be right back for our third segment. Uh, Smoking and toasting is the program that's all about craft beer. Fine spirits, like we're sampling right now, mm-hmm. and hand-rolled cigars. We're on show number 166. It's Rum Month with Florida Kanye. We'll be right back. Uh, I'm going to leave one ear on. So we're not- yeah. Oh, yes. Welcome back, my friends. It's Smoking and Toasting. Show number 166. This is the uh, radio program brought to you by B&B Butchers and Restaurant at 1814 Washington Ave in Houston. And in the shops at Clear Fork in Fort Worth, BB Italia on Memorial in Houston, and BB Lemon on Washington Ave, and the Annie Cafe and Bar on Post Oak uh, Boulevard in Houston. So it was at the um, the Whiskey Sniff this year at B&B mm-hmm. when... Uh, 
I strolled over to the table with the Florida Kanye, mm-hmm. and I didn't stroll away for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed we lost you yeah, for a while. That was, that was where I was. I was at the Florida Kanye table. Uh, they had a, a number of like really... Uh, great expressions, and as much as I, uh, as much as I love whiskey, and as much great whiskey as I was able to sample that night at the whiskey sniff, um, I, I, I have to admit I'm, I was kind of partial. Hey, thank to the you world. guys so much for being part of the whiskey sniff. Too. Yes. I have to tell you, um, I uh, was never that much of a rum drinker until I started hanging around with this guy. And one <laughs> thing I love about rum is it goes so well with cigars. Oh, it really, it really is hard to miss. Yeah, and then of course the better the rum. The better, the better the experience. Yeah, the no, the there's no question. It is not as, it is not as picky in the match as uh, whiskey, as whiskey be. and yeah. scotch, right? And, right. And, but but it 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 really it, it can be very rewarding though when you get yeah. when you get it really really yeah. perfect. Now beer, on the other hand, can be can be way more tricky uh, to match with cigars. Does downright finicky. Downright finicky. But we're gonna try one here that. Uh, well, we'll see for one thing how it goes with the rum. This is. Oh, Ian, that was wonderful. Uh, this is um, Fremont Brewing and Michelier Brewing uh, got together to do Operador Suave. Operador or Operador? How, uh, Mauricio, you can help me with this. How do I pronounce that word? Operador? Operador uh, or Operador? Emperador. Emperador, thank you. Emperador Suave. Uh, it is, what does that mean, Mauricio? It's an emperor. Emperor, okay. It's it's, emperor. It's the Suave Emperor. Uh, okay. I got it. I got but, it. Uh, in, the, in the meantime, I want to tell you something about it. Yes. Uh, what is, you, you have you have the bottle for the Kanya, and what you have uh, is a, a specific rum that we naturally age mm-hmm. with no artificial ingredient, and listen to this, with no sugar added. Oh, and so- I will ask, and, and I will ask Hamilton, do, uh, please, uh, and you can do it, please. Pour a little bit in the palm of your hand, a little bit of of the 12 or the 18, mm-hmm. and drop your hand and, and see what happens. Okay. Uh, Ian's, Ian's going to do it right now. Uh, so no sugar added means that the only sugar that's in this rum is what's in the sugar cane itself that is distilled. And there are some rums that add sugar for sweetness to uh, to the rum. So interestingly, so Florida Kanye does not do that in any of your rums. Is that right? Yeah. So the color, the flavor, the aroma is absolutely natural. We don't add anything which is not natural. No, so doesn't get in sticky. this case, mm-hmm. if you pour, if you rub your hand after you pour a little bit in the palm of your hand, you will notice that you don't have any sticky sensation at all. And if it no, is, and you know, I get a little crazy if my hands are even remotely sticky. Just yeah, so you yeah. know, well, it's like cologne. But yeah, I yeah, smell I, delicious I was right now. Say, Ian, you smell better than I've ever smelled you before. Uh, that's really good. Th- thank, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I think. And, yeah. the other, and the other thing, which is so important for us, and we are so proud to share, is that we age and we distill hundred percent with uh, with a uh, renewable energy. We mm. don't use any external energy, so that's the, one of the reasons that we are one of the first global spirits. To be fair trade certified. That's very cool. That's yeah, very I saw cool. that on the card here on Hamilton and Hamilton's car, the fair trade certified uh, tag. I thought that was very nice. Well, um, and 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 also back back a little bit with the twelve. It's a perfect rum to enjoy with uh, those very high end cocktails or very nice cocktails like mm-hmm. the old fashioned. 
Right. So instead, mm-hmm. use whiskey. We can we can, can perform a, a floor fashion. Mm-hmm. A floor fashion. Floor fashion. Nice. Yeah. So because the full body of the rum and all the aromas and the flavors very well balanced. So, Mauricio, I will mention to you that we are tasting uh, this beer, this uh, Mexican-style lager, uh, the Operador Suave, and uh, it actually goes quite nicely uh, next to the 12-year. It really does. It it really has a nice... uh, You know, sometimes beer and spirits marry up really great, sometimes they don't. It really depends on the... uh, uh, really depends on the the specific pairing, uh, but in this case, this this just works beautifully. This beer is probably I'm going to say it's my favorite Mexican lager that I've ever I'm, had. I'm going to go ahead and back you up on that. I was thinking that myself because I'm usually not even a fan of the style of beer. Often to it's, me, I yeah. just overlook it because ninety percent of the time it's predictable and annoying. Well, I had uh, Fremont has got such a great track record of uh, making really amazing and drinkable beers, but I've never had anything in this style from them. And uh, I gotta tell you, this is uh, this is absolutely delicious. Fremont's out of Seattle, Washington. Yeah. You wonder what they would know about Mexican style lager, right? But, but and why do they make it but, so good? But maybe they uh, maybe they they have the independent know. beer label on here. Yes. They don't have a whole lot of information on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is quite good though. So yeah. I will say, if you see this Fremont and uh, McKellar. I guess that's how you say it. McKellar, uh, oh, Suave, yeah. uh, beer out there, buy this. That is very drinkable and delicious. Very, very drinkable and very good. All right. So, uh, Hamilton, we want to move now to the uh, 18. 18. And uh, so what what should we be expecting, either from you or from Mauricio, what should we be expecting to be different uh, in the 18 from the 12? What is the additional... Uh, uh, six years of aging uh, create in in the rum. So all these uh, uh, notes that you get from the from the twelve, of course, with the aging process, you get way more complex notes uh, coming with the rum. The twelve is very complex. I mean, that's the first thing we said. It's like, wow, for for a twelve year, we were so impressed with the complexity of this. So to take that up kind of to the next level almost seems uh, seems a little crazy. So I, I just it's a huge step. After yeah. doing a little bit of research, yes, and I love that about you, your research capability. Uh, I will tell you. Well, I noticed when you when you poured this that this has a very delicate aroma to it versus the other ones, mm-hmm. and it has a very delicate and complex flavor as well. This this is almost like dessert. Like this is oh my goodness, super smooth. There's no heat to this. Wow, that like, is like. That's special. It, it completely really coats the palate almost instantaneously, and there's almost no heat whatsoever. This this could be on the level of dangerous almost to drink. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it reminds me, you know, we've had this with a few of the tequilas that we've tried, where they get past that sort of more uh, bracing agave uh, vibe, and they get so smooth that you're like, oh, boy, this could be really dangerous. And rum doesn't really have a bracing vibe to begin with, but this is so smooth. I mean, I could just see, I could just see the bottle being, you know, returned to over and over in Absolutely. in an evening. And and again, I just have to think how great this would have gone with the cigar that I was uh, talking about on the show today. That had such great earthiness and yeah. that little bit of nuttiness to it, and that peachy vibe that I was talking about. Yep. With this eighteen, that. I'll have to try. I'll have to go get another cigar of that and actually try these together because it so, feels like it would be perfect. Quick question: You had mentioned maybe uh, having this with ice. 
What does the ice add to the flavor? So it really is. It really mellows it down a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, spe- specifically if you use a, a large cube. Um, you know, so if you uh, novice on the on the rum industry or uh, drink drinking rum, uh, that would definitely rounds it up a bit more for for those drinkers. I'm curious. I'm going to grab an ice. Okay, and uh, I highly recommend out as well. Uh, you taste a little bit of the six percent uh, oh, chocolate. Right now, you Ghirardelli brought co- some of this chocolate. Ghirardelli chocolate. So uh, you, you said bring this the is notes. What percent is this again? Sixty. Sixty. So what does the um, what does the uh, uh, the percentage of chocolate? I mean, what does that mean? In other words, why is why is this the right kind of chocolate to try with uh, with the rum? Well, it's it's my per- personal uh, preference, to be honest with you. Uh, although because it's not as sweet, you bring you bring those uh, com- complex notes. Oh, we have some over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, you came prepared. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it, it brings a little bit of those uh, complexity uh, and uh, those notes of cocoa and chocolate out mm-hmm. of the rum. So, uh, so that that was the the idea with that. Ian and I talk regularly about the fact that both of us are fans of um, when you're tasting whiskey, trying it with an ice cube, allowing that first taste when the ice goes into the whiskey uh, to you know add or or change or adjust the flavor, and then as it melts and the whiskey cools, that becomes a second flavor. And then as it melts a little more and, and the whiskey dilutes, in, yeah. uh, it, it changes uh, even more. Is that, Ian, are you finding that to be the same I'm finding, yeah. With so the rum? immediately trying this um, before I added ice, so trying it neat, mm-hmm. there were the underlying darker flavors, I guess, in, in, uh, in your tasting list here that would have been some of the baking spices and the dark red or the dried red uh, fruits and things like that get a little bit masked when you uh, when you put the cold with it. Right, agreed. and so you end up with more of the fruity, brighter flavors. Um, so I taste more of the uh, like uh, if I was going to pick it out of this list, more of the coconut and pineapple and fruit. Uh, I was going to even say banana. Is there a banana in this? Uh, am I am I just nuts? There's uh, there's an interesting kind of spice thing going on there. Mm-hmm. That it's kind of like more baking like spices, nutmeg, right? Those right. Are. But it's it, you know it's so interesting because a lot of times when you say baking spice and nutmeg, you think of something that's earthier. This isn't earthy at all. This is fruity. It's it's very, very much on that upper side of the palate. Uh, fruity. You liking that with the chocolate again? Well, I just took a little bite of the chocolate. I do like the chocolate, though. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the darker chocolate. Um, mm-hmm. Like, really sweet uh, like milk chocolate. Yeah, I, I, I can actually ignore it all day long. Me too. But dark chocolate is, is mm. really a spot. So it's I'm good. interested to see how it goes with this. Um, Mauricio, is there any difference to um, the aging between oh. the uh, the 12-year and yeah. the 18, other than just the time? Is there any anything in the process that changes when you age it longer? I don't know if we still have Mauricio or if we lost him. Um, Mauricio? We may we may have lost him. Well, uh, I'm guessing that it's just additional time, but is do you know um, uh, anything on that, Hamilton? Is there, um, is there a difference in the process at all, or is it simply more time, more care and feeding? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so on the process, you need to, of course, take in consideration the, uh, the angel shares, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have a little, a very, very small percentage uh, that, of that. That goes With away, Fortecanha, yeah. we seal those barrels with uh, banana leaves to, oh, nice. to reduce this uh, uh, angel share. And uh, with that, of course, uh, we just top the barrel 
uh, every time that it goes a little bit, bit down with the with that process uh, with the same year RAM. So okay. never. So the so minimum the barrel stays full, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. Interesting. And then uh, that, of course, just evolves. Uh, and of course, because of the humidity, as Maurice was mentioning before. Wow, that's that's cool music. I don't know what it is, but uh, Adam, whatever that's you're doing. That's because what he, what he was saying is so hip and happening. Right? Yeah, there maybe, you go. maybe you should put the sign on disco mode while that's playing. <laughs> okay, okay, it went away. <laughs> but uh, uh, as Maurice was mentioning, because of uh, the the climate in Nicaragua and the microclimates as well, uh, the, it's it's so humid, and uh, that humidity helps so much the uh, the maturation process. Mm -hmm. Because of course, as you can see over here on this this little piece of barrel, uh, the barrels are very they have so much pores on it. Right. right? So, so Ian's showing one to the camera there, just so we can. Uh, uh, get a feel for, for this what is. That looks I'm showing like, so. right now the end grain, so you can see mm -hmm. what he's talking about there, right, and then right. we can roll it to the the inside of this. It's charred. Yeah. So so that that's what we do that with the barrel uh, at first. Uh, so when we get those barrels, we we shard them, uh, and then we we remove this shard about eighth of an inch, uh, just you know to keep a little bit of this. Mm. Uh, uh, smoke flavors, caramel, mm -hmm. dark caramel, uh, mm -hmm. which adds a lot. Um, and then uh, after that, of course, we we seal the the um, the barrel with banana leaves, so you have uh, less of the angel less share. Of the, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, uh, we just keep topping that with the same uh, ear uh, rum, and uh, with that, of course, you get all these uh, complex complex notes. Um, this is a wonderful. Beautiful. It's a wonderfully complex rum. Um, tell me what the retail suggested retail is for a bottle of the eighteen. Is that so? Is the, that something you know? Yes. Uh, so the eighteen goes anywhere from low forties to low fifties, depending mm. uh, where you're getting the, that from. Again, it's I just I beautiful. can't even I can't even express how worth it that is. You know, and I mean it's just if you think about what. What kind of spirit you can buy in that price range? I don't know you could get much better than what this is. You know, now that my um, ice cube has melted almost entirely in there and I'm starting to get a little bit warming mm -hmm. back up, it's interesting how it changed the flavors. And now no question. you mentioned banana earlier, and there's a little banana showing up in the background of that. I will say that for me... With this particular rum, the 18, I think my favorite way is straight up before the before the ice cube. But it's an interesting adventure to go through this taste process and and feel the different flavors. I come can out. I can see though where he was he was talking about for someone who is not necessarily totally into rum mm -hmm. would try this like this and find this to be an outstanding drink. This is very mm -hmm. friendly, very, very it has very little heat in the first place. Right. So when like this, it's almost a cocktail, you know. Right, you're absolutely it's like right. Like a, a semi-dry with the cube of ice, it is almost like a flavored cocktail. Uh, cocktail. It's not too sweet. It's, Again, it's making really nice. it incredibly dangerous. Yeah, incredibly dangerous. You could drink that really fast in the best way. All right, so let's take another break. We'll come back. We come back. We're going to try the piece de resistance, the twenty-five, uh, and I'm excited about this because as we've gone up, we've definitely been able to tell. 
a shift in the complexity yes. from uh, doing these side by side. And, you know, it's one of the things that, unfortunately, you don't always get to do if you go and buy. Let's say you go and you buy a bottle of the 18. I know you're going to enjoy it, but you don't necessarily get to try it side by side Absolutely. with a bottle of the 12 or the 25 unless you've made you know those purchases as well. Uh, so this is really interesting to me to take these step ups uh, right next to each other and see how it works. Plus, uh, Dogfish Head's 75-minute IPA in our next uh, segment. I'm excited about that as well. You are listening to Smoking and Toasting, show number 166. Welcome back, my friends. This show is so much fun. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> I love Rum Month. It's Smoking and Toasting, uh, show number 166, as Rum Month continues uh, with Florida Kanye Rum. And uh, we are brought to you by B&B Butchers and Restaurant, 1814 Washington Avenue, Houston, and in the shops at Clear Fork in Fort Worth. We got Mauricio back uh, during the break. And just in time, Mauricio, because we're about to uh, sample uh, the 25-year. And uh, I will tell you that Hamilton told me during the break this is not just because this is where he works, but he this is his favorite rum, like, in in the world. So the 25 must be pretty special. What can you tell us before we start tasting? Well, this is the, the crown jewel of the portfolio, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's a fine and rare spirit. You know, it's very hard to find. 20, uh, a bottle of 20 years uh, rum of a- aging in a barrel. Well, you're right. So, you, don't, uh, you don't see that uh, nearly as much. You can see, you know, uh, in, in many of the uh, other companies that do rum, you can see, you know, the 8s and maybe the 12s and absolutely. maybe a little more, but you don't see a lot of 25s. You really don't. No, no. Uh, it's, it, as I told you, it's, it's, it's very hard to get that because uh, uh, we've, been, we've been aging since these, these bottles since uh, the 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 80s, in the 80s, we start to bring back our <laughs> reserves and from Honduras that we have to. Uh, in the 80s, Nicaragua has some trouble, so we have to uh, export our rum to the neighbor country. So at the in the 1990, we bring back all the big reserves. So that's now are, we are enjoying these uh, uh, big reserves that we have of of age rum. So are that's th- why we. Yeah. can provide uh, 25 years. Right. Which, which it's distinguished 25 years with a exquisite uh, notes of vanilla. It's very woody with uh, dark cocoa. And uh, in, in flavors, you can uh, perceive uh, almonds, very fruity. Right. And in, in the finish, uh, distinguish a very long, long finish that lasts in your palate. It's very smooth, by the way. Very much. Yeah. Mauricio, uh, are things more stable now in Nicaragua? Uh, the, what I can say by now, we are remodeling our country, and we will be back at three hundred percent very soon. <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good answer. I did want to ask you as we as we uh, begin to taste this uh, this twenty five. I did I did want to express some concern though about one of the things I know you're proudest of, which is your. Uh, proximity to this volcano, Mauricio. If some major eruption were to happen, you guys would have time to get all the barrels out, right? Would you have some sort of warning? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> do, you, do you have a backup plan? We, 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 we do. We do. We, li- we live. We live in a constant uh, risky situation with the <laughs> volcano. But but uh, fortunately, 
when those minor eruptions are first, right. the ashes the ashes help us in the natural fertilization of the crops in the, of the sugar cane fields. And the major eruption always has been uh, moving to the other side of the of the region, so never goes to the to the the spillery side. So that goes to the other side. But you know, you you never know. This is Mother Nature. You can control it, and uh, that's you know that, that's part of the journey. Uh, we've been we've been through a lot: uh, eruptions, landslide, mudslide, earthquake, uh, fires, plane crash. You <laughs> name it, we got it. Uh, well, um, everything you said there, except for the plane crash, makes the soil really rich, then, doesn't right. it? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it does. Well, Maurice, I can yeah. tell you. Uh, first of all. I never complain about this job because I love it, but I will tell you that this 25 makes me want to just, like, call in sick to work for several days and just sit at home with a great book and, <laughs> and a bottle of the 25 and just sip slowly for days. That This is, this is an exquisitely complex and wonderful uh, spirit. Uh, Ian, your, your thoughts? This needs nothing. That's a great way to say it. Absolutely needs nothing. I this just like this is absolutely wonderful. Mm. Mm. Thank you, thank you very much. And that you you already described a perfect picture. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Hamilton, uh, what's a bottle of this uh, going to go for at retail? So the suggested retail on that is going to be anywhere from one twenties to. Uh, high one, I mean low one thirties. So, for for what you could pay for, a, you know, a pretty respectable bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. um, you can you can have a bottle of rum that I think rivals anything anything out yeah. there. I mean, to me, absolutely, I would put this in the same category, and this is high praise from me, as the Reserva de la Familia Tequila, which is my favorite tequila in the world. I mean, this is. Yeah, this is the bomb. There's no question. There's no question. Um, it is. It is just uh, the smoothness cannot yeah. be overstated, uh, and all the, and all of the flavor explosion. You could you could sit for hours. It's so integrated. Yeah, you could sit for hours, maybe like watching a sunset, contemplating the flavors, or watching the waves roll in, contemplating the flavors in this rum. It well, is you know, just fantastic. one of the fun things about this too is you know some drinks are dangerous, like that. Like that eighteen is is really smooth. And you could just drink sip after sip of this. But this is a little different. This you take a sip and that linger mm-hmm. makes you want to sit and enjoy the linger of it. Absolutely. You know, before Absolutely. you take another sip. The retrohale is just divine. Right. So this this is it's a beautiful finish. Yeah, this the finish on this is so fine that it makes you slow down. Yes. You know, yes. this is not something you just, you know. It's like, well, we both talked about really super premium cigars yeah. today, and they have that same effect when you're smoking. It just, it just almost forces you. Yep, slow down. Ian is fond of saying that you can't hurry up and smoke a cigar, and I don't think you could hurry up and drink this rum either. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, a sit-back-and-enjoy-it process, and to me, that's what I love about spirits. It's not about throwing them back. To me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I don't want to be Ray Donovan, you know, you know, sort of like uh, 
you know, walking in, holding the bottle, because I've been throwing the whole bottle back. I want to sit and sip these and enjoy them. And I do want to be Ray Donovan, but not for that. That's a good analogy. <laughs> but, you know, not, not, for that, not for that reason. I want to I uh, be able to sit back and enjoy this. And you could do it. I mean, if you made an, the investment, because it would be an investment in a bottle of rum uh, like this 25, this would be something you would sip slowly and enjoy for a very long time. It's not going to be gone tomorrow unless you, have, unless you have a lot of friends. Well, there's yeah, there's a couple reasons to have a bottle like that, like this over here as well, is because like something this fine is for when you have an occasion. Like you got holidays coming up. This is an after uh, Thanksgiving dinner. This is an after uh, you know a Christmas party, that kind of thing. Or, and, uh, it's after and, you've opened your gift from Ian and it was so awesome that it blew you away. You're like, buddy, thank you so much. I'm going to break out the 25. I guess I have a lot to live up to this year, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Listen, and I'm I, getting a hint. I may, I receiving. To, yes, Mauricio. If, if I may, I, I want to uh, to finish a phrase with uh, because you mentioned and uh, you asked uh, Hamilton about the the price point. Is uh, mm -hmm. that bottle would be around? Retail price uh, in the uh, United States around 140 or, or 150. In someone, once I was in a in a in a, in a liquor stores, and she asked me to re if I can make a recommendation, and, and I told them the price, I, and the expression was, "Oh, this is a little bit expensive." Um, I'm sorry, this is not expensive. This is costly. Which is a oh, very big difference. That is a great way to put difference. it. Great way to put it. I was just going to say this is. If you have a boss that you need to impress uh, for like with your holiday gift, and this is in the price range, you can, dude, go for this. You will your your boss will be if you buy him a great bottle of wine, and nothing against a great bottle of wine, but they'll open it and have a night. I really feel like they, you're talking directly to me about. This. I am talking directly <laughs> to this. It's the whole experience, right? The, but they'll and, open it and they'll have a great night drinking that you know expensive bottle of wine and, mm -hmm. and probably if if you buy them a bottle of this 25, they're going to enjoy it for months and yeah. think of you and how cool every your time. gift was every single time. So I'm. This just, is so I'm good. Saying. You'll feel guilty if you drink it too often. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's that kind of good. I will. And I will add. Uh, for that gift, or the perfect gift, should be a Nicaraguan cigar that you already uh, mm -hmm. tried before, which is Padron, one of the greatest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a bottle of Flor de Caña, 25, and a book of Walt Whitman or Ezra Pound. Oh, see? <laughs> see, this is this is a man after my heart right that here. That is class this on is a different <laughs> level right it there. Really you is. need a hinge? <laughs> uh, Mauricio, Mauricio, we want to thank you so much for being on the show today. This is uh, it's been such a uh, such a treat being able to talk to you about uh, this rum. And I'm telling you, this 25, this is as good as any rum that I've ever had. It's just absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, uh, very nice to see Hamilton uh, in, in the studio. Yes, and uh, you, congratulations because this is a a very very. Uh, cool program and, and i will be watching you the, the most time that i can and we're gonna make him stay and taste some more beer with us uh, uh mauricio so uh so he's not done yet so <laughs> all right thank you well, so much thank you for, 
Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you, and thank you. Thanks, for, Thank you for being part of making such thank great Maurice, rum. Yeah. This is uh, this is fantastic. Have a merry, merry Christmas and a super happy New Year. Thank you, All thank right. you, Mauricio. Thank you. We appreciate it. Ian, I'm just going to grab. I know we need a couple more cups uh, to do the spear tasting, and I'm going to pass these along to you. All right, you got so your bottle opener over there. I do. Yeah. Let me give let's, you that. And uh, thank you again, Mauricio. Let the thirst of rum never end. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Uh, so I just handed Ian the bottle opener and right. uh, and got the big uh, reaction from him because uh, uh, we just got these. And uh, we'll have one of these uh, uh, for you to take home with you, Ian. It's flashing into the that's camera. The, that's this the danger the cam, right? The, the official, action cam. The official smoking and toasting bottle opener. These uh, these just arrived. So uh, that look on your face was priceless. I hope the camera was on you when we did that. Uh, so we're, uh, and thank you again, Mauricio. All right. All right. So we're going to try the um, the seventy five minute uh, dogfish head, and uh, and see how this goes. I don't know how it'll go with the rum, but we'll find out momentarily. You uh, know, I don't I don't see IPA and rum being really really good friends. Uh, yeah, uh, necessarily. I understand. But we'll see. Us. But you know, dogfish head knows what they're doing. So uh, so it could be it could be interesting. That's the right amount. One I'll more. tell you, it doesn't. On the nose, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a problem. You know, uh, one of the things about Dogfish Head and their IPAs is their IPAs, they have that floral hop smell, but it's always a floral with a little fruitiness kind of. As opposed to a pine to it as, a, as opposed to a pine needle mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. that you get from a lot of, the, especially the West Coast uh, IPAs. Mm-hmm. But this has a little fruitier like well, five right are, off the bat. These and guys are from Delaware. They're definitely not West Coast. I'm so, you know. also surprised that this doesn't have more nose to it than I'm mm-hmm, getting. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, like you pour a 90-minute in a glass, you don't even have to be near it. Oh, yes. You just have to basically be in the same room and you can smell it. Absolutely. But I tell you, this has such wonderful complexity to it. And we've talked about so many things having complexity today. It seems like I'm just repeating that. But, but for an IPA... This is just beautifully complex. Tangerine. Yes, absolutely. Tangerine. Absolutely. This makes me want to sing a uh, Led Zeppelin song. So <laughs> this is the first, um, I believe, Dogfish Head product that I've tasted that they have brewed since the merger with right. uh, Boston Beer Company, Sam Adams. And I have to say, wow, they're still on target. They're still totally on target. This is a wonderful... Now, it is a limited release. This is the the Off-Centered Art Series, and of course we have this crazy-looking... Well, one of the reasons I wanted to make sure we had a chance to to bring this on the show today is because I'm going to recommend this highly, and if you're interested in it, you will need to go out and get it, because it's a limited release. It's not going to be a permanent addition to the uh, the 60, 90, and 120. You know, uh, this is interesting. It says on here, ale brewed with maple syrup, and I don't get a lot of maple syrup in there. It is a little sweeter, and it has a little fruitier thing going on. But Maybe it's what keeps the uh, the hops at bay. Maybe. Yeah. but uh, It is also not boozy at all, and it's 7.5%, so it's mm-hmm. kind of big, but doesn't come across that way. They don't give you a whole lot of information on here. It says, Off-Centered Art Series. Featuring Dan Styles, and I assume that's his artwork that's on his there. Artwork, yep. And uh, for Josh, who is only listening to this and not looking at it, this is a cool-looking piece of art. Yep, yep, very right. cool. That's Josh, the best description we'll, I'm going to we'll give you. We'll text you a photo. <laughs> uh, so I, I will say I've gone back to the 25, and I don't know that they necessarily are a great match, but they don't fight with each other. 
uh, and that's for an IPA. I think that's 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 actually pretty good. You know, uh, that's because I, something. IPAs and and something sweeter like a rum uh, can often not. They can actually clash a yeah, lot. Can yeah. clash absolutely, and and this doesn't. It's uh, but I think it, that's the lack of the pine. Uh, the pine flavor mm. in the IPA. This is this is an IPA that I think even Wiki Brian might um, even <laughs> appreciate, considering he does not like. He's not an IPA beers, guy. Yeah. No, he's, yeah, he's not an IPA guy. He's much more into. All the right, Brian. Uh, you have to try this and then report back to us. We'll talk about it next week. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have one final segment. I don't think it'll be a long one, but we must try. Goose Island's Bourbon County Stout for 2019. We have a bottle here, and I know, Ian, I know you're excited about this. And yes. Doesn't today feel kind of like an embarrassment of riches? <laughs> it is a beautiful you know, day, it isn't is it? It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Not Maybe. to mention, by the way, outside, I just want you to know Texas winter weather yeah. is beautiful, it's sunshiny. Like 75 and today? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually like between the high 50s and low 60s but your oh. car gets nice and warm yeah, and it's yeah. beautiful outside yeah it's wonderful all right so we'll be back for some uh, bourbon county stout and who knows maybe a little refill on the uh, rum uh as we do smoking and toasting it's show number uh, 166 and we will be right back awesome that was fun that was fun I would wonder uh, how the 18 would taste with the beer. Because oh. it has more of that fruitiness. Right. Yeah. Oh, Welcome back. It is Smoking and Toasting, Craft Beer, Fine Spirits, and Hand Rolled Cigars. We are brought to you by B&B Butchers and Restaurant. <laughs> At 1814 Washington Ave in Houston, in the shops at Clear Fork in Fort Worth. Uh, we haven't said this today, so we should. Bacon, 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 bacon. Bacon. Bacon, yes. Uh, Hamilton, you must. have you been to B&B Butchers? Yes, I have. Uh, have you tried the bacon? And you've had the bacon. The bacon. Uh, yeah, because you were there for the whiskey yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, we're the only yeah. rum, actually, over there. Yeah. That, night. that was so good. That, that was, was all right. So That's why I was hanging out at your table. Yes. <laughs> it was a pleasure. And after a while, they were like, okay, you can move aside and let other people try the rum, uh, sir. Sir, there's uh, a line over here. <laughs> no. That's right. Never. Uh, no, uh, uh, I wanted to mention, by the way, and um, we haven't done any AB bashing on the show today, uh, but I wanted to mention mention that AB has teamed up with SpaceX to send Malt into space. Um, the uh, the Falcon rocket that took off from uh, Cape Canaveral, uh, Florida, recently uh, was uh, uh, last Thursday actually. Um, is a uh, it's sending mice, a robot, and um, Beer malt into space, and part of it is because uh, the people at AB want to see how beer malt is affected uh, by weightless conditions. So, two things: yes. um, in the history of beer and making beer consistent mm-hmm. and uh, making beer what it is, we actually do owe uh, Anheuser Busch a lot. Like that's historically true. speaking, uh, historically speaking, that's true. Yes. Now. Mm-hmm. In the uh, in the whole, this is for the many thing. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty amazing that they're gonna spend the money to make this happen, but they are gonna find a way to ruin it. Oh, they're gonna find a way to make it so stupid (laughs) that you don't even want to be a part of it, even if it is a good idea. Right, that's what they're gonna do to it. There'll there'll be some major discovery about the complexity of the malt in weightless conditions. Yeah. 
and then they'll bring it back and brew, you know, Bud Light Platinum with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lunar platinum. Yeah, lunar platinum. Yeah, <laughs> I will say, I was watching the uh, the uh, one of the football games this last weekend, and they do this thing now uh, in a lot of games where they'll be like, not like a long timeout on the field. Maybe it's just like between plays, uh-huh. and they'll say, "Oh, we'll be back in thirty seconds after this from you know Geico or whatever." And and they do it in half screen, right? So half screen is the Geico ad. The other half screen, right. you can see the players in the huddle or whatever. Well, they did that with Budweiser. And the ad, The King, comes on. And it was this fairly clever ad about, oh, you want to, might, might want to grab yourself a Bud Light. Uh, but, but, oh, the game's coming back. You know, it, it, it was cleverly done in that sense. But I'm trying to figure out why I would be taking beer advice from the dumbass king from these Budweiser commercials. He can't find. There's two turrets. One where the party is, and there's lights and music going, and he can't find the right turret. This is the guy we're going to take beer advice from. You know, uh, a lot of the nobility historically <laughs> uh, was very notoriously inbred. Yes. Well, clearly. Uh, you know, it didn't help with the you know intelligence. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I, I just want to point out that this is their mascot. Yeah, this is their mascot. <laughs> like, it's what they I'm do. I'm just saying facts that don't it's, happen to go together, but you it's, could probably it's what they find do. some kind of... <laughs> you can draw your own conclusions. That's what, that's what I would say. You can draw your own conclusions. Well, I just want to say that I'm, I'm sure enjoying this 25. Holy moly, this is good. Yes. Uh, and, and so before we get too much further down the path here, Ian... I think it's time to take that brand new smoking a toast and bottle opener that you have there, and uh, use it to open up this. Ca- or is is it a pop top or is it a uh, screw off top? I'm this sure. deserves the disco lighting. Hold on. Oh wait, this is uh, yeah. Here you go. Oh yeah. You, you know Ian's celebrating. <laughs> disco lighting the in the background. Disco lighting. Yep. You know he's celebrating. All right. So we had this year. I would say this was one of the best beers we had last year. Uh, was the uh, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout 2018. And now here we go with the 2019 iteration. So I'm very excited. Let me get you some cup. Oh, that sounded good, didn't it? Yes, it did. It wasn't highly carbonated. This is a sound effect. This this new beer opener is a yep. sound effect making machine. It creates a sound effect all its it own. It does one sound effect, but it does it badass. It, <laughs> <laughs> it does the job. It does, it does that it does. sound effect to a T. Indeed it does. Let me pass you some cups in, and you can uh, take what we need. And we'll get started on. Oh, look at that! Like motor oil, baby. Yes, that's how you like your stuff. Don't be scared of that. Yeah. All right, we'll pass this one on to Adam as he pours. It's a uh, it's an annual tradition in Chicago, and even those who have you know been the harshest critics of Goose Island since Anheuser Busch bought them and uh, and began mass producing their beers in other places. Those same harshest critics in Chicago still line up for the release of this beer. Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. They don't say a whole lot on here, do they? I don't think they have to. They just this, get this great this bottle. This beer has proven itself over the years. I don't know if you can see the, the detail. I'm going to move that bottle up on the camera a little bit, but the Bourbon County stout is actually in the glass. So that's wow. why they just, on the back label, it just mm-hmm. has the government. Uh, stuff. The government stuff. Notes yes. of vanilla, toffee, chocolate, burnt sugar, and dried fruit. I haven't even tasted it yet. You can almost smell that. And you can t- you can smell the burnt sugar for sure. Like it's it's like 
Did your mom ever make cinnamon toast with like sugar and cinnamon on the top and burn it just a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it smells like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, burn, oh. that's burnt toast. that's a wonderful childhood memory smell right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, what are you? So, what is what is the, what oh, is the cork? That what is that oh, uh, yeah. Hamilton? That's the that's the molasses. Uh, the molasses. Oh, the molasses. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm. What's mm. in the? Uh, you know what? Uh, What's in the other jar that you have here? So that's actually the soil from the volcano. Oh, that's oh, the volcano. Sweet. Can I open it? Please, please. Oh, what a rich, wonderful. You begin to, you, some things begin to make sense, don't they, when you smell that? Rich and it wonderful smell. Connecting the, the I love that. So I, I want to I give you props, Hamilton, on bringing out. You brought out wood staves for us to uh, check out and show on the show. Mm. Um, Josh won't be able to see this stuff because he just listens because, you know, he's actually a little bit of a Luddite. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that because he's going to text me later and be like, ah, ha, ha. Uh, you brought these great uh, these great paddles to uh, present the the different rums on and the Glencairn glasses, which are amazing to drink out of, and these beautiful tulips here. This is, I mean, your setup here is so wonderful. And very nice. dark chocolate yeah, to try. Very nice this was absolutely classy, and thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And here's Ian, a toast to the... And I am so surprised, <laughs> thank you, uh, because while you were thanking our guest, I was doing the research that you normally do when I I'm know. talking. I was being the talkative and, one. And, and with the Bourbon County Stout, I'm a little surprised you were able this to is so good. tear yourself away. There's a little... Um, this is a little bit um, bitterer than last year. There's almost a little bit of soy, soy sauce. On soy the, sauce bitterness, yes. On the end it of this. Has a finish, yes. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that before. I, I think if there were a lot of that, I actually wouldn't like it. But in this case, for me, it works. So I have a friend of mine that had the uh, Utopia from uh, Sam Adams, which is very expensive. It's one bottle of it. It's like 125 or if you can find it. Mm -hmm. And this is just a bottle of beer. Um, and... Uh, and he had some that he aged, and I think we figured out that after three years, it just turns into soy sauce. Oh, but man. up to three years, it's up to three really years good. Is fantastic. Yeah, it, gets, yeah. it gets better and better. Well, but. that's one of the hardest things. And I have noticed that sometimes when you get a, a stout or a barley wine, it will say age up to. Yeah, and this says and on, a, on the label on the bourbon uh, county sauce says develops in the bottle up to five years. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, it might... It might stay at a nice place for years past that. Yes, but uh, but sometimes sometimes they can go south, uh, you know, after so long, and they just they stop developing, mm -hmm. and they actually kind of go right. backwards. They so. kind of go backwards, but which doesn't mean they're ruined. Just means it might not have been as good as it was. A but year the ago. utopia that we had that was so basically soy sauce. It was not. Awesome. It's not good, yeah. <laughs> and that's a bummer when you spend one hundred and twenty-five dollars. No, for but this Bourbon County Stout has a little bit of soy sauce on the end. There's a little salty. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's a strange flavor in there. It's salty soy sauce makes me want sushi. Burnt caramel. I mean, yeah. It, this this would go amazing the, with sushi. Can you imagine? And I don't usually with you don't usually the, think of this heavy with the a beer rice being a little caramelized. Yes, on the but you don't think yeah. of uh, this heavy a beer that's with sushi. But that would be really good. Really yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. And usually it's funny because when you think uh, sushi, a lot of like Japanese beers are very well, light. They're much lighter. They're yeah, lagers. Light. No, they're, this, yeah. this would go amazing. Wow. I can even I can even picture this with with the tuna, um, the 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 raw tuna would be pretty good. 
pretty damn good. Friday tuna. <laughs> they uh, were just hungry. Yeah, I, I think was so good. Well, look, it's been it's been an orgy of excess here today with the uh, <laughs> uh, with the Florida Kanye and uh, some of these beers. I mean, it's been three really good beers. And then the the three rums all have been fantastic in their own right, and uh, so this guy, you know, uh, Ampleton, I, I know that you're you know fairly new with the company, but this must this must be a pretty exciting journey to be stepping out on for you. This uh, you know this this wonderful a brand, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just uh, I'm I'm really just so proud to be working with the company, not just because of its products, they're just top notch, but uh, also. Uh, with what we give back, not just to the environment, but to the community as well. So, so that. that really fills my heart. I love that. Isn't it, isn't it interesting that some of the most progressive companies, when it comes to uh, both environmental causes and giving back to the community, are in fact spirits companies. Yeah. You know, and and Florida Kanye is a you know shining example yeah. of that. It's just a uh, it's just a wonderful thing, and I, I'm. I'm I'm really excited. It was great having Mauricio on uh, the show today, uh, Hamilton. We appreciate you, Thank you. Uh, being on. This is um, I, and this is this is your first podcast, correct? It's my first podcast. Okay, yes. I, I just want to let you know, any other podcast you go on will not be as fun as this. Particularly <laughs> if you go on Chris Hart's show, you won't have a good time <laughs> at, at all. Fun at all. That guy, oh man, <laughs> so you know, just so. Uh, no, Chris is going to be our guest next yeah, week. We're actually looking fun. forward to having uh, him on. He was one of our uh, uh, first guests. He wasn't proclaimed an expert until after he was on our show. So I would like to think that we, in some ways, contributed towards his expert status. That's Don't right. That's right. Yeah? We pushed him into it. Right, right. We were, we were part of, of moving him towards that, part of the that expert area. So, uh, so next week he will come on, and because he's an expert, he will dazzle us with his knowledge of spirits. Yep. It's, it's not a thing to be missed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You'll want to be here for number 167. Uh, Hamilton, thank you so much, and thanks to uh, everyone at Florida Kanye, Mauricio, and everyone else. Uh, this has been a great deal of fun for us, and we'll look forward to uh, seeing you again. You are welcome on the show anytime. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, we'll uh, we'll share our beer with you anytime. Uh, I, uh, I uh, want, just want to say we're getting close to the holidays here. It's a wonderful and magical time. Grab some spirits and some uh, beers that make you happy, and... Uh, Remind Ian that he should shop well this year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Have a great, uh, have a great week, my friends, uh, and uh, cheers. Cheers. cheers.